beautiful people and welcome to a new episode of my sharings and today is Friday, October the 30th. That is a very, very difficult thing to say for a Swedish person um, and it's a beautiful autumn day in Sweden. It's a little chilly and the leaves are all yellow and red and... I've been on a long walk for three hours with my friend and uh, it's really the pandemic, Corona, Covid has, uh, yeah, it's a second wave coming and uh, I just made a test because my, my bonus daughter, her boyfriend has it. He tested positive last week. And we decided we need to get a test done too. And I don't know, but it's just that when you think you have it, you feel all this, or I feel all these symptoms, like my my throat is itching, do I have a stuffed nose? And, you know, I feel my body much, much, much more, more than I normally do. Anyways, uh, I wasn't, going to publish another episode today but then I had a text those of you who follow me remember I made an episode called when love breaks down and it was around a man that I dated for a while and anyhow love broke down and I got really really emotional around it and I I shared about this in an episode about my emotions and being with my feelings and how it was and and you know and I'm also sorry for all the mess here. I'm in the kitchen because Emily is not really well. Maybe we have COVID all of us. So uh, she's in the living room. Anyways, um, this guy he he texted me today and he said. I'm listening to your podcast, to the episode When Love Breaks Down, and I get really touched. Um, Big hug to you. And I texted him, I haven't been in contact with him since January. And I texted him back and I said, "Uh, you know that this episode was around you, was about you. And and he said, yeah, I, I... I assume so, and I get really touched. I hope you're well. And I was thinking, yeah. I texted him back and I said, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. And how are you? Did love break down? I asked, and he said, yes, it has. And uh, over and over again, he said. And I'm like, okay. And then I texted him and said, maybe we can have a walk and and, and talk in the future. And he said, no, that would not be respectful towards you and and me and our feelings. So we should not have that meeting. And then I was thinking, like, what does this mean? And this, you know, and it's like in these times when there is this race between... Joe Biden and Donald Trump, when there is always this, you know, and I just felt like 
why does he say that? What does he feel? What is what is this? And I, I just answered him, and I said that uh, I totally respect your feelings, and I said I'm 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 seeing someone that I I really care about, but that does not prevent me from having other relationships and from learning and growing. You know, I find that really interesting. And um, but I totally respect your your feelings. And then he said that that he was was healing and that he didn't want to put himself in in a situation that he could not handle, and um, that would jeopardize his yeah health, mental health in a way. And I was thinking like, okay, this about not life being a race. A race from we are born until we die. It's a race about something. It's a race to earn money. It's a race to be successful. It's a race to have good relationships. It's a race to be happy these days. You know, it's a race to be successful social media and to have a lot of followers. Everything is a race. And we are constantly comparing and fighting against other people is like life is a struggle where we have our elbows out and we need to become we need to perform we need to you know instead of life being as it should be that we are here for each other that the purpose of life is to be for each other and support each other and help each other and I just felt like this and it's not not really only about what he said that he needed to manage on his own and he didn't want to jeopardize you know um, his feelings and and I I just felt like this asking for help and being for each other and I just realized that that's the major thing in life I'm I'm truly, truly sure that this is why we are here. This is why we are born the way we are born. This is why m- human beings can't manage on their own. We are the only animal that are born and can't survive without the love and care from our parents. And there is a meaning that's like a deep, deep-rooted meaning in this we are born in need of support and as soon as possible we should grow out of that need and become independent and we should not only be independent we should be self-sufficient you know we should be really uh, winning against the others and it begins in preschool it's like you know in daycare it begins even I'm thinking when my my eldest daughter was born and her daddy felt like she was the best baby because she slept, you know, the most and she was super early in talking and walking and and she was so pretty and this and that. And it already started with comparing her to other babies. And I'm thinking, how did we grow into this and how can we get out of this and how can we not be afraid of other people's support. You know, when I offered, because I offered him, I, and I said to him that 
I am here. I totally respect your feelings. And I think it's very, very, you know, kind towards yourself to heal and to take care of you. And if if you feel differently in the future, I'm here, you know. Uh, I'm not leaving. And uh, I'm, I mean it. I'm here. If he needs support, I'm here. And I, I just felt so in my, my core that this is why I am. I am here to support other people. And I think that we have gotten so much wrong. I mean, to, to, to even when I say this, we are here to support each other, you know, to be for each other. Immediately the thought comes but we have to take care of ourselves first. Then you can understand that things have gone so wrong that that thought is coming, that we need to think that myself first, oxygen mask on myself first, and then the other. And I really feel that it should not be a choice between me and you. It should not even be in my being to choose can I be there for you? Do I have to compromise myself to be there for you? I should not even, you know, feel that that to be for you, I am compromising my own needs. It should be the same, you know. It should be a flow. And I think that we have lost this. We have totally, totally lost this. When I, when I watch the US election now, I just feel it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up that everything, even people's health, has become politics. And I feel that it's not about supporting each other. It's not about me and you doing this together. It's against. Everything is against. It's against. You know, it's, everything is a fight. Everything is a race. And someone has to win. And the winner is like, who is, who is the winner? And I just felt so strongly that the winners are the ones standing here, being here, supporting each other, who, who's not afraid to say that, okay, even if love broke down between you and me, I can still be here for you. I can still be your friend. I'm not afraid of going into that dynamic again, the feel that was us, that was a love relationship before. I'm not afraid to go step into that field again, but from a different angle. I'm not afraid of, you know, and I so think that God puts us together to heal and grow and to be there for each other. And when it breaks down, when there is conflict, when there is, you know, a fight, when there is uh, disagreements, misunderstandings and so on, that is not the essence. The essence of it is what can we do together to be for each other? How can we be for each other? What do you need from me? Okay, maybe, maybe it wasn't a love relationship. Maybe it's something else. Maybe we have something that could support, support each other. Maybe we can teach each other something. And I, I'm strongly thinking that when I look at social media these days and... And I get so disillusioned that everything is a race, you know, and everything is a win. And 
all the companies they are fighting for my my eyes you know for me to see their their ads and and it's really like to sell the most it, everything is about money even news these days is about money and uh, what can sell the most you know what can get our gain our interest the most and and i just feel that that to be a human being the purpose is not to win something we're not going anywhere where are we going what are we doing what are we accomplishing and why at the end we're going to die and we can die alone or we can die together we can either be surrounded by friends or we can die alone it's like a choice and it's a lifelong choice and I, and i feel that the more i fight against other people the more i the more conflicts i have the more i kind of keep my elbows out the less friends i will have in the end the more lonely i will be and i feel that this is what the pandemic gave me this being quality that i'm here i can see the most purposeful thing i have these days is to be be with my kids be with my dogs be with my friends and just be with them be with myself to just be that's the you know the essence of life and to be support if someone needs help to be in support and to share what i have all the gifts you know i have and i know i took a walk today with my friend miriam out in this beautiful nature and we are so privileged we are swedish we are white we are super privileged we have money in the bank our kids are healthy you know dogs we have great apartments you know everything is so in in place for us and of course we should give of course we should support of course we should raise our voices and share and that is also a privilege and to not use that to not be for other people and to let this happiness raise or you know this successful raise or this money raise or whatever raise we are running you know if it's politics or power or to let that go before people to let whatever race or fight or you know thing goal be more important than people i don't get it i totally that is not that's not the purpose of being alive the purpose of being alive is not to accomplish the most to be the most successful that is it cannot be it it truly cannot be we came into this life in total need of support and to to lose that vulnerability and to lose the gratitude of that support to not understand that the ones who cared for us when we couldn't walk talk eat you know manage on our own that that is an essence that is like what we came here and we got that gift and as soon as we can 
we should pay that forward. As soon as we can, we should be for other people. And this idea that we are here to accomplish something is like, it, for me, it's, it's stupid. It's really like, it's, a, it's annoyingly stupid. It's, it's a joke. I really feel that it's, it's a joke. To feel that I am here to, you know, build hotels or golf courses or create companies and become wealthy and, you know, have a house and have three kids and a, and a pool and whatever, you know, and an airplane and this and that. And I'm just, am, was I put here on this planet to do that? Is that like God's meaning with me? That he has a book and he says that, okay, Lars, he lives in Sweden. He is supposed to become this successful, have this many kids, be married twice and die from lung cancer. Do you think that is like the, what God has written in his book? It's like, I feel it's so stupid. And to not see that the relationships, not see that the purpose of, of life is to be for each other and to be actually afraid of that being for each other to be afraid to be vulnerable to be afraid to reach out to be afraid to say hey i love you or i i need a hug or can i come over and just lie on your couch for a while that we feel like no it's more important to have to be married and to have a villa and um, to go to Thailand on Christmas. It's like, it's so stupid. All these material things, all the things that we are striving for, I'm so fed up with the word abundance and to create abundance and to manifest and, you know, the secret and what you focus on and blah, blah, blah. Is that the purpose of life? Is that like, is that God's meaning with me? Is that his will for me? And to turn people down when they are in need of support? I don't think so. I just feel like that, that there are things in life that I'm doing at the moment that gives me a lot of joy and gratitude and you know, none of them brings me any money. I don't earn any money on anything I do these days. And I do a lot of things that I enjoy, that makes me happy. And I'm so grateful that I can do them. I know it's a privilege to be able to do them. You have no idea how much time I spend with my plants. Today I went to have an x-ray on my, my hand um, and there were two plants sitting in this x-ray room and I'm like, oh my god, they are suffering so much. Imagine the amount of radiation that these plants are receiving in their life. And I went over to the plants and I feel their earth, you know, the dirt, and I felt them and I just felt like... Oh, there's, they were in such pain. And I just wanted to bring those plants home and, you know, give them new pots and cultivate them and put them in my little family of, of 
plants and I just felt like, hey, this is like, this is, you become that crazy plant lady now. And uh, and she said, I'm sorry, we have, we're so busy here, we don't have time to water the plants. <laughs> Absolutely no time to, to replant them. And I said, I totally understand that. But I just felt like, okay, this is something that I find purposeful, meaningful, cultivating my plants, hanging out with my dogs. I find that so, you know, nourishing, being out in nature, being with my children, my adult children. You have no idea, or maybe you do, how much is going on for, for children around their 20s. There is still a lot of support needed and still a lot of emotions and things going on and and I just feel like this is so per, you know meaningful and when the kids were young I was so busy building companies I was so busy you know being a good mom doing the right thing and now I just am and I feel it has a such a meaning to be for them and to be here, to be at home when they come home, even if they are 20 or 22, to really be and to support them if they need something. It's so important. And I feel the same with my friends. I feel the same with people I meet on the streets. And I just feel like this being thing, that is why we are here, to be and to be in support of each other not to compete against each other. I feel like the whole life has become a big against. And it's it's painful in a way to realize that someone is in need of support and I can't offer support because there is a fear and life should be in a certain way that when you are happy and successful, then you can be vulnerable. But if you really, you know, need support, then you can't be vulnerable because you expose yourself, your humanness. And I just feel like this, to be human together and to support each other and not to race against each other, that is the purpose. And this is how we came into life, in total need of support. And I don't think that need left us, especially not us who are a bit traumatized or a lot. That need of support, but to receive that there is nothing we long for more than unconditional love. Because all the love we receive in this race is conditional. It's really like it's a give and take. And there's always like we're always on guard to see does he or she really love me? Is he or she really there for me? And as soon as that person fails us, we just, I knew it, I knew it. And I just feel that we need to relearn and to, to understand that if we were, you know, cubs in a lion tribe we would have a totally different mentality we would have a totally different you know where we're going together what are we doing and how do we do this 
And I just feel that this, there's so much, there's so much happening in this world right now. And I think that this pandemic is really putting us to a test, our humanness. Because now I feel that people are struggling for survival much, much, much more than before. And I feel that this competition, this race and this instinct has in a way gotten... I don't know if it's bigger or if it's just more visible because we see it in the media and we see it in this election how everything is a is a fight it's a race to win and the whole world is watching this soap opera and no one believes you know that anything is going to be good or bad you know good even it's like it's it's just that to to see this spectacle that I feel is going on right now when it comes to American politics. And I'm not a political person. I nor normally I don't have a view upon things, or I have one, but I don't say it. As my son say, you you always have a you know a view on things, mom, but you don't say it out loud. And um, of course I do. But this year, I feel like whatever is going to happen, it's going to have an impact on all of us. It has an impact on all of us. And I feel that this pandemic, how difficult it is now, we are in my family, my bonus daughter's boyfriend has it, which means that in the closest circle, someone has it, which means that we should be you know, in quarantine and stay at home. How difficult that is. It's so difficult to be unselfish. To think about other people more than my need for ice cream. To not go to the store and buy it. And to to realize that this is like, it's so little. There's so little that is asked of me for humanity. And my mind is still like, okay, okay, pros and cons. Uh, what does it mean? So, you know, there's like this mind of ours is constantly thinking, what's in it for me? If he or she does that, what's going to happen to me? If I make this decision, how is that going to affect me? Can I make money on this? If I do that, will I get some recognition? Will this be better for me in the long term? You know, there is always this evaluation. And and I feel that when it comes to relationship now, there is something so selfish. I don't think we were born into this life selfish. I think we were born into love and we were born, you know, uh, we didn't come to life without parents which means that their love you know their essence made us and then we were born and someone had to take care of us for a very long time and I think that essence 
the caring and the sharing and the being. That is what we are. We're not here to do anything, to accomplish anything. You know, not even to create anything. This is really like, now it's the race to, to, to get this vaccine. And when something happens to an animal, you know, if there comes like a bug that is going to kill all the cows or something, what do the cows do? They don't create the vaccine or they don't put themselves in quarantine or they don't, you know, they hang out. They do what they do. They maybe mutate and something else happens, but it's not a problem for them to solve. But for mankind, everything is a problem to solve. Everything is a problem. It's like living is a problem. Why are we here? We need to find purpose. We need to find meaning. And we hear these days like, what's my purpose in life? What is my purpose in life? I have, I have no idea what my purpose in life is. I'm just like constantly asking, dear God, please show me the way. Because I'm clueless. I've done a lot of things in my life. And I don't know if it was meaningful, purposeful, yes or no. I can see that the kids... They are walking, talking, functioning, wonderful human being. That was very, very meaningful. And I think they may create, do, do whatever. They are good persons. And, but I don't know. What's my purpose in life? Do I need to have a purpose? Maybe my purpose is to hang around with plants and animals and to support, be a friend. Maybe that's my purpose. Maybe it's a big purpose. I don't know. And I'm just thinking that all this wondering, all this struggling, all this race, all this comparing, competition, it really, you know, drains us from our essence, where I feel that we are here to be for each other. We are beings, so we should be for each other. There's no doubt we're going to be for ourselves. And to even have come to this point where we think we need to make ourselves priority first, that is also twisted. Do you think like a, a little bug is thinking about like, hey, before I help you, an, an ant is thinking, before I help you carry that, yeah, that little stick, you know, I'm going to think about myself. Do I need to do that? Is it good for me to help you carry that stick? Yes or no, I'm going to think, I'm going to take a day or two to contemplate on that. You know, that's not the way. I think to even come to this position where we think, like, me first, then you, I don't think that was part of the plan from the beginning, to be honest. I think that is also one sign that it's all so twisted, that we should even have that thought, that we should feel that way. I mean, of course, we are for ourselves every day. We wake up, we eat, we sleep, we talk, we walk, we're, you know, working, doing this and so on. We are for ourselves every day. 24 hours a day, I am here for me. And I want to be for you too. And I want you to be here for me. And this is really like, for me, I am working on this giving and receiving, where I'm practicing the receiving part. And to even need to practice to receive, 
how did I end up here? How did it become unnatural for me to receive love? How did it become unnatural for me to receive support? To receive a hug, an invite to a brunch or something? How did that happen? And I need to look into that. And to, to just realize this is also a part of me that has gone wrong. That is not being. That is not being together with you. Is not being in a comfortable, natural way where things just flow. We give and receive. We are ants in the same, you know, little tribe, or we are lions in the same tribe. And this planet Earth is our home, and we're supposed to be for each other. And instead, we're fighting against each other. And we're doing this in big scale, in big wars, and we're doing it in small scale with our friends and neighbors, with our ex boyfriends and you know, and I really feel that I can't affect the war part, but I can affect my closest surroundings. And I'm thinking, if I can affect this, the people closest to me that I, I care for, that I feel, you know, I can be for, I have the capacity, I have the, the love, I have the, the wish to be. I, I'm stable enough, I'm grounded enough, I'm privileged enough, I have enough. I can for sure be for you. And I don't want to have to make a decision every time. Can I be here for you? Yes or no? Does it feel right? Does it resonate with me? Yes or no? Does it feel I need to, you know, really go inside and feel into it? And I just felt like, mm -mm, no, I don't want that. I want to be here for you. And I want you to be here for me. Because I think that is our essence. I think that is the most purposeful, the most meaningful, the best thing we can do you know, do, is to just be for and with each other in the small life. Not the big gestures, you know, in the small life. Not because we're earning a lot of money. There's a lot of being together to create families, to make children uh, in the name of love or to start up a company, be successful. You know, there's a lot of being together that has a goal. And there's not a lot of being together where we're not going anywhere. We're just, you know, hanging out, baking a cake together, then separating, or taking a walk, then separating. We're not going anywhere. And I think those relationships where we're not going anywhere, where we're not building or creating something, I think those relationships that is not based on money and success and so on, those are the ones to cultivate, cultivate because that's being together without having a goal, without, you know, our fight instinct. And I just feel like, I, I feel in a way sad to realize that even happiness has become a goal or something to strive for, a race that is not natural to us. To just be content, it's not natural for us anymore. So it's also something we need to strive for and show the world 
how okay we are. We are okay and then we're not okay. We are like the weather. It goes up, it goes down. We're happy and then we break down. And it's just like, and it's nothing we need to, you know, even, it's just as it is. We don't even need to share it. We, we are, it's supernatural. And I want to break down together with people. I don't want to break down on my own. Yes, the, no, a few days ago I broke down with my friend on the phone and my two children and two dogs in bed. And I just felt like that was one of my biggest breakdowns. I had so much support, you know, be, even in my ears and around me. And I just felt like, okay, crying is not so bad. And then I know there are people who don't have that support. And I think that's the unhealthy part. We should be for them. People who don't have anyone, we should be for them. I think I've talked about that before, but I think we should have like lonely people anonymous. Like we have AA or any other 12-step program. I think we should have it for lonely people. Because it's not healthy to be lonely and it's not in our essence and it's not being a failure and it's not successful to not be lonely you know it's just something's gone wrong and it's humanity we are all responsible for people feeling lonely because when we're not lonely we feel on top we feel superior we feel fortunate and we don't want to be bullied we don't want to be lonely we don't want to be outsiders and we all have a responsibility towards those who are. Because that's what we do as a family, as a as, you know, member of the human race. And I think we lost that. Instead, we kind of, you know, yeah. We relax and feel, thank God. I'm not one of those. Thank God I'm here on the safe side. And then we continue our happiness, success, race. I don't think that is the point. So the question is, what can we do? How can we be more together and less against each other? To compare and to constantly, 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 constantly... I think it's it's not easy. And I think it's not getting easier. In a way, I feel less lonely now, much less lonely now than what I did when I was a child. And I think that is because I have me now. I know that whatever I do, wherever I go, I will always be here for me. I will always have me. And that makes me less lonely. And I understand that not everyone has themselves. And I think most likely this is perhaps the, you know, the core of it. That we have too little of ourselves. That's why we're fighting that's why we are constantly competing against each other because we don't we're not enough 
So I think this to to really, and I think to find ourselves, I think there is a lot of support needed. I know I had a lot of help from my friends to be where I am at today. And I think that is what we should do for each other. Not against, but for each other. Mm. And all of this got triggered because he sent me a text saying that he listened to my podcast when love breaks down. And I'm so curious, why did he send me the text? And then he didn't want to connect. So he wanted to connect and reach out. Maybe he just wanted to check if I'm here for him, yes or no. No, I don't know. But I find it interesting that that there is fear, you know, around connection, that there is something, you know, that we always have like a hidden, yeah, something. Maybe he or she wants something from me and there is like a fear of connection and support instead of the natural, yes, I will help you, of course, I help you with this. So I think we should see mankind, I think we should see us human beings more as we are ants in a big, I don't know what it's called, where the ants live. Is it an ant house or an ant pile or an ant? mountain I don't know what it's called Um, an ant hive anyhow if we humans are like that there's no of course there are different ants maybe they know the difference between all of them but for us they all look the same and I'm sure that to God we all look the same and I think he's wondering he's really really wondering When are they going to get it? When are they going to get it? That this, to fight and to bring all the little sticks, all the, you know, leaves and everything out into the forest and build their own little piles and do this and that on their own and then they get run over by a car and they are lost and they're never creating this big, big, big you know, house for themselves and he's looking down and thinking when are they going to get it? That is together. They are strong. That is together. When they support each other that it can create something really, really big and impactful and meaningful. And it's the togetherness. It's the humanness. That's like planet Earth. We got this Earth to be together. We don't have a planet each. We share this planet. And I think it's time to to support each other, to be for each other and not against each other and not fight. This is not race. It's not a race to win. We're all gonna die. And no one's gonna care how successful you were. I'm sorry. 
And it doesn't matter how many people mourn you when you're gone. It doesn't matter because you're dead. And I really, really feel that to be together and enjoy each other and support each other until we die. Because that's where we're going. Nothing else. Period. Yes. I truly, truly hope that when we die, when I die, that I'm going to be as supported as I was when I was born. You know, that I have my children or my grandchildren, that they're supporting me when I go. That I can die in the same spirit as I was born into. Cared for, nurtured. And I aim to live that life one day at a time. To be for other people, even if they turn down my help. Even if they turn down my you know, offer for a walk or talk or whatever, I'm still going to be here. And I think that to say I'm still here, that is also important. It's not a one-shot only on my care and love, you know. I'm going to be a human being until I die. Okay, loved ones, that was today's talk. I'm not going anywhere. Where are you going? Do you have a race to win? Or are you two kind of just sitting here watching the plants? I hope so. I love you. Puss.